TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Wait. Don't let them play you. I'm trying to save you. If somebody use your time, make sure they pay you. Pay attention, really listen. I hope you understand. Execute your vision. Go and get it. Be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man making. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on the degree. Not her name on the flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. What's going on? But oh, is TK Kirkland like TK Kirkland? This is TK Kirkland. TK Kirkland. <laughs> How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. That's what I get for screening calls. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. I thought that was hilarious too. I knew you were screening. <laughs> I knew you were screening. So what I want to do? Me. Yeah. So what I want to do is protect your your privacy. So we won't say your name. We're just gonna talk in depth and just have fun and. Just put the word out in the street. So basically, um, what do you do for a living and all that kind of stuff? Uh, for a living, I am in the process of opening up a barbecue restaurant. In our okay, cool. Now, are you good? Hmm? Are you good? Is your barbecue good? My barbecue is superb. Okay, cool. Okay, that's what's up. Now, do you have a restaurant you already cooked for some people out there already? Um, no, I don't have a restaurant that I'm cooking out of right now. Um, I do a lot of the, the grilling and cooking out of my home right now. Right. My building, I already have my building, and we are just about finished. We, we are looking okay. at looking at our grand opening um, first part of next year. Okay, cool. I would like to come because I'll come down there a lot. But that's good, though, uh, to see women really putting themselves together and making stuff happen. I like that. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Now, Thank you. one of the reasons that's important to me, now, are you a bisexual? Are you just dating women and men or both? I'm not bisexual. And I'll okay. be honest with you, um, I've been married twice to men. Um, okay. Both sets of my kids are by men. Right. And in my last marriage, I was married for over 20-something years to a man. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, now I am married to a woman. I am legally okay. married, um, and I don't consider myself bisexual. I'm okay. not going to necessarily say that I'm gay or lesbian, but I okay. love who I love. That's that's the point. That's where I'm at in my life right now. Okay, so, I understand. Yep, yep. Now, 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 what was the transformation now? How is it that you went from being with a man for 20 years, right, mm -hmm. and then decided to date a woman? Or marry one. You want the real story? <laughs> I, I didn't call you to play. You already know. <laughs> okay. So, well, let me tell you. Um, like I said, I had been in a 20-something year marriage with, with someone, and um, I found out that they cheated. Uh -huh. um, I was hurt, devastated, all the things that we go through when we feel right. like we've been betrayed. Uh -huh. um, and I wanted revenge. And... <laughs> And I was too scared. I was too, you mind if I cuss? 
Can I use yeah, the curse? Okay, good. All right, good. So, you know, I, I was too scared to go fuck with another nigga. I'm just going right. to be honest with you. I had been with mm-hmm. the same nigga for so long, I just couldn't see myself with another nigga. And I wanted revenge, but I wanted sweet revenge. I wanted it to be something that I only knew about. So when I looked at him, I could have this secret that he didn't know, but it made me feel better about what I was experiencing. And okay. so me and my daughter uh, was looking on Craigslist. I had never heard of it, but we were looking on Craigslist. Someone told me to, that I could find her a car. At the time, I was trying to buy my daughter a car. And we had ran across men. We were laughing about men sending men dick pictures. And I seen women for women, but I just didn't look at it while my daughter was with me. I went back mm-hmm. and looked at it later. And I seen an ad on there about a woman seeking another woman. And it said, can I be your little secret? I said, shit, this shit intriguing like a motherfucker. So right. I hit the chick up. Me and her started talking back and forth. And she was like, you know, you want to meet sometime or whatever? I was like, yeah, but I got to tell you, I am married. I'm still in a relationship with a man. She was like, me too. I said, okay. So we met. My thing was, hell, she got as much to lose as I do. So how does she want to fuck me up? She was married too? She she wasn't married, but she was living with her kid's father. Okay. So my thing was, she got as much to lose as I do. So why would she want to fuck me up? Why would I want to fuck her up? So we started started meeting and shit. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know nothing about messing with a woman. I I didn't know what women do with each other. I didn't know anything about that. And I met with the chick. And the chick was like, you know, yeah, we're going to get down. Chick had a strap on. I was like, you not going to fuck me with that shit? <laughs> and she was like, well, what you think I'm going to do? I was like, yeah, I know you ain't going to do that. <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> that's oh, that's how, okay. Honest okay. to God, that's how I started messing with women. And that right. female, she considered herself, quote, unquote, aggressive. She considered herself an aggressive. She wasn't okay. a stud. She was considered a film, but she was considered aggressive. Okay, and, now, um, explain, now explain that before, because everything I ask you and everything you tell me, I'm not aware, right? So I, gotcha. what we're doing is you're educating me, but you're educating millions of people at the same time. Some that's going to, probably after you say this, is going to go down the same route, and some gotcha. people may not, but that's what we want to design. Got you. So... A film is usually uh, categorized or described as a female that is more ladylike. She's girly girl. She's into getting her hair done and her nails and her feet. And she's a girly girl. She, she, she's not tomboy. She's not thug. She's a girly girl. Okay. She likes messing with women. Right. Uh, and what do you, you call them again? A film. Call them film. Call them what? Say it again. Film. F E M M E film. Oh, films. Okay, F L E M S. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Film. Okay, got it. Okay, that's new to me. I never heard that before. But go ahead. Yeah, that's a film. So a stud, a stud is more of a female that you'll see them. They have a masculine look. So they wear masculine. They wear men clothes, men shoes, men underwear. A lot of them wear men style hair. Hairstyles. They carry okay. themselves more masculine. Okay. So why do you think stuff. they do that? Why do you think? Why do you think they want to look like a man? Is that see? Because I don't mind. This is my opinion, right? I think mm-hmm. it's okay for a female to be gay if she stay a flim, if she's girly girl, gotcha. instead of 
taking all the Tims out of the stores or the fucking all the Air Jordans or the Alexander McQueen sneakers that niggas wear and you can't find your size. So why do you think that why do you think they go that route for the, the more stud way? I'm gonna tell you what I was told. I, okay. This, I'm not an expert in it, but I'm gonna tell you what studs tell me. Okay. When I meet and I talk to them, because I'm married mm-hmm. to a stud. Right. They really, a lot of them really enjoy being women. They know that they're women. They don't want to be men, but for whatever reason, men's clothing, men's clothing, men's act, mannerisms, and all that stuff, they're more attracted to that than they are the feminine uh, way of doing things. Okay. And that's and that's what they tell me. Um, they don't. It's it's not that they don't want to be a woman because they're they're not trans. They're not transsexual, but they right. just they enjoy men's clothing, men's cologne, men's everything except they're women. Okay, understand, understand. Um, okay. Then we have we'll have um, soft studs. So a soft stud can be categorized as a female that may be a little tomboyish. If you remember okay. the movie back in the day, Love and Basketball, yeah. remember how Sanaya Layson kind of carried herself a little? Mm-hmm. That that persona could be considered a soft stud. They still okay, got soft. that okay, soft. soft. Right. Okay. They're not hardcore masculine, but okay. they're a little tomboyish. Right. All right? So and then you got bisexual women. They like women and men. Okay. So, <laughs> um. I don't really honestly believe there's any rules right now because you could see a, it used to be a time you wouldn't see a stud with another stud because they considered each other brothers. But now you can see a stud with a stud. So ah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Same thing uh-huh. with films, being with films. It used to didn't be that because you would be thinking one of them in a relationship has to be a little more dominant or aggressive than the other. So why would right. the girly girl want to hook up? Right. However, like I said, but it ain't no, it ain't no whole lot of rules to the game no more. <laughs> and I'm still okay. running them, to be honest. Right, um, right. I just know that in this world, it's deep. And most people, unless you're on the inside looking out, you don't really know all that go on. And most people kind of assume or they speculate because they're kind of afraid to have a conversation. Someone. They, they're, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're afraid of offending someone. That's not me. I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty open book. Um, that's why I knew I couldn't hide it from my family. I knew I was gonna get some backlash for everything about me, I'm pretty open with it. So Right, now how did your family take it? My children were fine with it. I have four biological children and um, right. I talked I talked to them first when I knew I was getting ready to come out. I talked to them first because I wanted to make sure they were okay with it. Three of them, three of them were already adults, so they were fine with it. They just was like, "Mom, we just want you to be happy." My son was right at about fourteen, and he actually asked me. Um, she was like, "I just think you're gay because you're just not the same anymore." And I and I asked him, "Would it be a problem if I was?" He said, "No, I just want you yeah. to be happy." So that's your question. You said they seem like you're gay. What what changed about you then? Um, like when she stuck that, well, that dildo in you, right? And just kept it. That's like, did you see sparks and like the matrix and your brain went a whole nother direction? And you was like, wow. Okay. Not, not with the strap on, but with okay. the all sex hair. Yeah. And okay. I tell women all the time, if, 
if you don't intend on really trying to, like, be with a girl, be with a woman, especially if you're fucking with a female who really know what the fuck she's doing, right. you better not fuck with her. You better not. Because okay. if she know what the fuck she's doing, it's, it's game's on at that point because it's different. It's, okay. Men can say whatever they want to say. I don't right. care what nobody says. It is a total difference in being with a man than being with a woman. I totally it's agree. Different. I can see that. Very different. Because mm-hmm. women are just naturally a little more sensual, uh, a lot more touchy-feely. Right. Uh, we we know and understand our body, so it's not mm-hmm. hard for us to know and understand the body of another woman. Right. It just, yeah, it was it was mind-blowing. I ain't going to even lie. And so, so the reason why me and the chick end up kind of vibing so much and I got into some other stuff that I got into was because I was like, man, I, I want to do this to somebody. And the chick didn't, the chick didn't want me to do it. She was like, hell right. no. I was like, nah, fuck that. I want to do this. Right, And right. that's how that's how I really got into the whole lifestyle kind of of women on the down low. Man. Because I don't care what nobody say. It's probably more women on the down low than it will ever be men. I agree. Because it's so easy. It's easy. It, it's hard for a brother to hide it. Right. It's easy for a woman to hide it. I did it, so I know it's easy. Man, that's insane. It, it's easy. Like, it's so many different little things that women are who we are and what we do and how we relate to each other that why would anybody think that we fucking? Why would they think that? I was talking right. to pastor's wife and didn't nobody know it. I heard about that. Now tell me about the situation at the church. In the basically, bathroom. basically, I was crushing on her, and now you, she, you got you got to break down all these terminologies. You was crushing on meaning you was. I was. I had a crush out. on her. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was. Okay. I was okay. attracted to her. She was beautiful. Right. Be- I, I was just a beautiful, beautiful. And right, okay. right. And I, you know, when I would be around or whatever, I'd be looking. You know, I was always cordial, always respectful, but mm-hmm. I liked her. But you and were smooth about it. You were smooth. I was smooth about yeah, it. Yeah, I could tell. And, I could tell. And, mm-hmm. and she thought I, she thought I wanted her husband. And oh, I seen shit. her go out one day. I seen her, I seen her leave out of the church, and I, I went out behind her, right. and I walked up to her. And I said, I know you think I like him, but I don't. I like you. You the one I want. I know. And, I know her pussy got wet <laughs> right there. And well, you know, she tried to she she tried to pull the little low key press thing on me. You know, she was like, you know what that is? That is from the devil. I said, I know it is. But wow. I swear, I, but I swear, I take you to a place where ain't nobody crying. I swear. Right. Right. So, right. So yeah, that's that's how I start. And then I was like, well, you know, if you if you ever interested or whatever, you know, this is my number. Right. And so, so she 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 texted me one day and said, are you coming to are you coming to service? And I said, of course. Why wouldn't I? You gonna be there, right? She said, yeah, but that ain't that's not the reason why I'm texting you. I'm texting you because you still a soul. You right? Mm-hmm. You text all the souls in the church, but yeah, I do that. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so. It was on from there. I mean, I there it would be nothing for me to be sitting in the sitting in the audience section or telling them to go to your office. Go to your office. 
Go to our office and hem her up. Damn. Going on back in service. So now, the, now, fucking her in the church, right, in the office, do you think that it was more of an explosion for her, like to blow her mind? Because it's, it's part of being wrong, right? Like if you're morally conscious, you know that you're doing something wrong. So I think it intensifies the sex. Do you agree? I think so. I, and, and for her, I believe that's what it was. For me, right, exactly. didn't have anything to do with right. that. I just, I wanted just her. Player. I agree, yeah. You know, at that time, mm-hmm. I just wanted her. Right. So, but for her, yes, I think it was. So let me say, so you fuck there. You go back in the congregation. You go sit down. She goes back where she's going. I yep. know, to, to me... I'm turned on by it. Most people so would be. Yeah, right, right. Because it's, 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 uh, I think that sex, to me, has to be not traditional. So you can have moments like that. It's kind of cool. Even though at the same time, it's insane. Yep. You know, even at the same time, it's, it's insane. But it, it, I, I totally agree. And the reason why I wanted to do this show, not to put women on the down low, we put them down, but to let men know that it's a nice possibility that your wife can be seeing, or girl can be seeing another woman. Yep. And and we want the ladies, if that's the case, to see, to be more open to your man, because he may like it. I'm against it. That's the, mm-hmm. like, see, I don't, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, I'll do a threesome. I'll have a, I'll have sex with two women. Gotcha. But I can't, but if the two bitches try to talk, try to talk to each other while I walk out the room, I'm, I'm putting everybody the fuck out. That's just the kind of dude yeah. I am. Everybody, okay. Did you say something to this bitch? Everybody got to get the fuck out. That's the kind of man that I am. And I remember one time in Detroit, um, back in the 90s, I wound up fucking five doctors at the same time. Okay. Now, that was just some true play, but none of them was gay, though. None of them okay. was gay. You know, it was just some shit that I was able to pull off. And, but as this journey has gone, the reason why I wanted to bring it up, because I like that you're open. But let me say to you where my issues are with the world, right? Um, I'm totally respecting the LBGHTQ, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I'm respecting them. Because they have come together as an organization, right? Mm-hmm. And been putting a monster fuck on society. Now, the problem that I'm having is that men are softening up. The women are getting tougher. Give me an example. In the the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, you know they took the boy, boy the Girl Scouts are suing the Boy Scouts because they took the word boy or scouts. Got you. Okay. Now, do you understand what I'm saying? See, I think that what you're talking about, women on the down low and being a a phlegm or a stud or a soft stud or bi is cool, but some things have to stay traditional. Some things can't be so to the point that motherfuckers are so sensitive that you can't say certain things because guess what? Men like me and people who think like me, we still are entitled to the way we feel, if that That's makes right. any sense. Am I right? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're still entitled. So I think when a person, but we have to come to a point where you respect one another. You say, I may not like that young lady or man, 
and I'm going to respect you, but you have to respect my opinion also. Instead of just going to the take thing to the next level, same thing like about Kevin Hart and the Oscars, just like the um, to the point. I need you to stay in one spot, huh? Because your sound is on your end is coming across gotcha. on the show. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I don't want my listeners to be tripping. And okay. um, what's going on? It's just gotten so bad, right? That now in two years they're turning Santa Claus. There's gonna be a female Santa Claus. Oh wow! Now, am I against it? No, but then some things gotta stay fucking traditional. This is what I'm trying to say. Like right. it's just getting too far gone. Come on, y'all. I and get it. Got, and you know what I mean, hon? Is it? I, that's get, how I, I, feel. I get it. I get it. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. My situation. With, even with my kids and the way mm-hmm. my kids grew up, it's, it's, it's different. My kids grew up in a two-parent home with heterosexual, a heterosexual relationship, an example. Yeah. The man was the head of the home. And so mm-hmm. they had the opportunity to grow up and see and experience that balance. Yeah, Therefore, I do believe in my heart of hearts, and, you know, you, you people will get backlashes for a lot of things that they say and believe, but it, it won't change what I say or what I believe. Okay. I do believe when it comes to my kids, that has a lot to do with why they are as successful as they are, why they are balanced, why my sons understand um, what it means to be head of household, and why my, why my, my daughter's not married, she doesn't have any kids. She's single, she lives alone, she's considered head of household because of that. However, she does understand what it means to be led, to be protected, and to be provided for by a man. Okay. Because that's the kind of home that they grew up in. Right. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, and a lot of people don't won't, won't like this either. I do see some differences when it comes to kids who grew up in two-parent homes in heterosexual relationships as opposed to kids who grow up in a home, maybe with a single mom or two female head of household or two men head of household. I do see some differences. Now, have I been all over the world and seen every kid in in that situation? No. Mm -hmm. So I can't can't comment about every kid in that situation, but I can comment about the ones that have crossed my path. And I can tell you sometimes. I want you to break it down. So so let me give you an example. I have have a situation... I'm married to a female. We've right. been married a year, but we've known each other for four years. Okay. Um, maybe six, seven, eight months into us meeting, we, we moved in. Okay. And she has uh, she has two sons, but one is a younger son. So when I met him, he was about 12. He's, about seven, he's 17 now. There's a difference. There's a difference in his mannerisms, his behavior, in everything as compared to my sons, because my sons grew up where masculinity was modeled. So now, you he's acting feminine? He's not acting feminine at all. He is definitely a, a man's man. Really, okay, he's don't talk about, about not your son, her son. No, he's not. He's not okay. feminine. He, okay. he, is, he is a boy in every rugged sense of the word, okay. and all I see is masculinity. But okay. there was a difference in the way that he carried himself, his self-esteem, how he viewed himself, um, how he responded and reacted to authority and everything when I first came into his life, and I recognized it right away. Mm-hmm. Now, 
even though I'm considered a femme, I'm very much an alpha female. Okay. And I was I was raised by really strong people. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have a strong countenance and I have a very strong personality and disposition. So with this okay. young man, I knew that, that I knew that I had to develop him, but I couldn't do it in a way where I broke him. I had to do it in a way where I cultivated and nourished the king in him, but all at the same time, I'm trying to get some things out of him. He ended up developing an interest in football because my younger son plays football. And, you know, he came home one day and he looked really down. He was really downcast. And I was like, what's going on? All the other teammates and everybody, they talking, they saying they trying to act like I was slow. And they just saying little things. I mm-hmm. looked at him. And I, I mean, I could have gave a mommy, I could have gave a mommy response. Now, my wife is a stud. She right. likes to give a mommy response. I, I don't like them saying that to me. I said, look, let me tell you something, boy. Football is contact sport. Nigga, you're going to get hit out there. Nigga's going to say crazy shit to you. They're not going to talk soft to you. Right. Grab your motherfucking dick and say, fuck you. <laughs> and get out there on the next play and bust some ass. Right, right. That's it. That's right. He was looking at me like, and I told him, I said, man, look, you're the same age they are. You're bigger than everybody on the field. You ain't got no reason to be worried about what the fuck somebody's saying. Get out there and make plays. That's how you shut them the fuck up. So with him, you know, I've had to do a little balance of some hugs and kisses, but also some, no, no, nigga, this ain't the way it's going to go. So just different little things like that. I never had to say that or respond to that that way with any of my other boys because I had a man in the house. Right, understand. And they knew not to let a nigga punk them. They knew right. that they could look anybody in the eye. They knew that mm-hmm. because they watched it. It was modeled. It's not. Right. It, it, it's not being modeled for him. So, so he don't, he didn't know that he could stand up to somebody because he ain't never seen another nigga do it. Wow. So, and people, you know, a lot of people would say, you know, it ain't nothing wrong with kids. But, well, I mean, if you got two mamas in the house, you seek out some masculine male positive influence, too. Right. Because they got to have a balance. Right. Because if you true. think you can raise them just all mommy, 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 that ain't the way this world is designed. Mm-hmm. It's not. And it's the same way with a girl. If you're raising a girl in the home and there's two women in the home, she still needs to know what niggas is like. That's right. She, she needs to know what they smell like, what they look like, how they act. She mm-hmm. needs to know that. Because right, she don't deal true. with men in the world. That's so true. So for me, everything is about balance. It's not about saying one is right or wrong, but it's still got to be some balance. No, I totally respect that. So let me ask you a question. So how would you feel? Would you be devastated if this young lady cheated on you or you cheated on her? Because you know that. My wife. This is, yeah, your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Because I, I, <laughs> I read stuff like that, right? You know, and because this is the thing that people don't think about. They think that when they do go that that path, go down that path, that that person will not cheat on them. And I think that it will hurt more so. Do you agree? Yeah. Well, I'm going to just say this. Uh-huh. She, she, she has earned my respect. Um, she's earned my respect in so many ways. Um, we out here in Illinois, we're, we, we were living in Atlanta. Right. And she has worked two or three jobs to hold the house down to let me focus on the restaurant and, you know, just, just ask for nothing. Just, right. Hey, just, 
is focused on that restaurant and I got everything else. Okay. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to go into another conversation after that as well. Okay. And, and, and because she's earned my respect, she's really earned my heart. So at this point, I've let, when I, now when I first went into it, I'm going to be honest with you, I went into it like a thug almost. Like I don't right. give no fuck what nobody do no more because motherfuckers just ain't going to be real and you got to live with the fact that betrayal is going to come. Right. She's earned my heart now because she earned my respect. And so mm-hmm. because she's earned my heart and I've let my guards down, if I found out she was cheating this shit, it would hurt me. I, I'm okay. gonna be real about that right. because because my heart is in it. Okay. Um, and and I'm looking at life partnership, you know, right. and 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 the first thing I think of is the same way with the heterosexual relationship I was in, and I and I said to him, man, it's just about cheating. This is not just about cheating. This is this is also about betrayal, and mm-hmm. the fact that we're in the process of building. And our goal is to build an empire so that we can leave a legacy for our children and our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And when betrayal happens and trust is broken, now I'm worried about whether or not I should be looking at the empire and the mm-hmm. legacy as well. And so it's the same thing with her. We're building. We're getting ready to open up a restaurant. And so mm-hmm. if you betray me, if you betray me personally, then I think you will betray me in business as well. Right. First, we can't build together. Mm-hmm. And so I remember my ex-husband saying to me one time, we were in a heated conversation, and he said, I ain't putting on another bitch on no pedestal. And I said, you don't think you did. And the part that I'm upset about is I earned my way up there. You didn't put me up there. Right. I held you down for the last 20 fucking years, nigga. You don't mm-hmm. get to go out and fuck somebody else and then tell me, they not on the pedestal. Because when you fuck another bitch, what you tell her is that your woman don't mean shit to you. Now, you might have not said those words, but that's what you said. If you really loved her, then you wouldn't be here with me. Because that's how we think it's women. That's just the real. Right. So it's the same way in my relationship with my wife. If you fucking with another chick and she know you married, trust me when I tell you that chick don't respect you and she don't respect me. Mm. And so... Even when I want to get out here and act fucked up and do fucked up shit, that's what I think about. I think about the fact that it's still six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. What if you run into my woman and she looking at my woman like, yeah, bitch, I got something over on you. I don't want nobody right. to get over on her. Right. Because I want her to know with the way that she done worked her ass off for the last year to help me open up this restaurant that can't nobody face. That's my honor to her. Right. So if I found out she cheated, I'd be mad than a motherfucker. I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah, man, I hear it in your I hear it in your vocal cords, baby. <laughs> now, <laughs> so let me ask you things. How's you guys' credit? You guys do get good, good credit? Because you know what most people don't think about. I always try to teach people when you get together, it's a business. I always try to teach people it's a business. Am I right or wrong? It's See, people want to get to, people want to get together and not think about how you got to have your shit together before you come together. Because if you don't think of the business, if you get married or you're in a relationship more than seven years, you got a, a living situation, you'll find out that it's a business when they take your ass to court and that judge starts separating shit if you got there you go. something. There you go. There you go. Now you find out it's a business. 
And I've been through that, so I already know. And that's why I came into it with this mindset. Because, see, in my last marriage, we did have businesses together. Very right. successful business. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing that angers you so much. You be yep. like, man, you, you let a bitch fuck our shit up, nigga. We was living like the hospitals, man. What the fuck right. you? Right. So in this relationship, that's our mindset. And it's the same thing with our kids. We talk to them about it all the time. Protect your credit. Right, you know, do this and do that. This is how you do this. This is how you move this way. This is how you move that way. So, mm-hmm. most definitely. Most As a matter of fact, since we're talking about credit, let me let me um, give a shout out to my one of my sponsors, the Power of Credit. Um, and people trying to get their credit together, and people who are just really trying to get um, their lives together financially. I want you to reach out to the Power of Credit, Mrs. Cheryl Anderson, and you can reach out to her website at www.cherylanderson.net. And this young lady is a vouch for her. She's been doing great things around the world, and she can get you on your feet. So we want to give a shout-out to Miss Cheryl Anderson at the Power of Credit and to teach young men and women. That's going to be my thing on the show going over the next couple of years, right? I talk about credit, and I talk about – I'm going to be talking more about life insurance and having um, a trust and having a living will to get no disrespect to whites and Spanish and all the other people who are listening, but to just with my blacks, because we are so far behind the eight boys, like what you're saying, um, to create generational wealth and legacy because we are so caught up in college. When we drive through these uh, influential neighborhoods. You see all these big houses. All the motherfuckers that go to school, I tell people, that's what you call generational wealth. People have passed down money to these families. And we want to, and I tell people, you're dead a lot longer than you're alive. And my point on that is, this is, yeah, this is the year 2018, but you know one day there will be a year 2727. There will be a year 2718. So if you put something away now, in three, four hundred years, guess what? Your family can be living like kings. Yes. And this is what I try. I I do this in my stand-up, right? And they giggle a little bit. (laughs) But I'm not motherfucking playing. Man, it's the truth. If you listen to me, I can make your family name rich in two, three hundred years. I swear to God, y'all. Yes. And you that's understand what, what I'm saying. Right. That's what it's so, about. Yeah, so over next year, I'm going to talk, start talking about um, trust, living trust, um, revocable trust, annuities, all these types of things that set this up. Because I did a show in St. Louis a couple months ago. You ever heard of Prime American Insurance Company? Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Hey, listen to me. They heard me on the radio. They flew to St. Louis to have a meeting with me. They thought I was an agent. Wow, wow. And they said, how do you know all this? I said, I just threw life and trial and error through my life. So they're trying to give me my own business and all this kind of stuff. So I told them we had to wait a year or two years, but that wasn't on my plate to do gotcha. as of right now. But what I am doing, I'm dealing with this gentleman now because I'm doing some other stuff with Morgan Stanley and AIG, is okay. that once I get this done um, on my own personal stuff, I want to start sharing all this knowledge that I have with people going into the um, going into 2019 
and to teach people that when you get with a woman or man or whatever your situation is, understand it's a business, have your credit right, try to have some money together so that when you get together, everybody can offer something. You don't want to be a liability in a relationship. There you go. There you go, most definitely. Yeah, you don't want to be a liability. And to men and women who do have these scenarios of, you know, wife leaving to to marry another woman for men. Now, how do you feel about, this is a good question, how do you feel about men? I love women. Watch this now. Women, men who are married to a woman, they leave the wife to go marry a man. This is how I feel. I, I have to. I have to be like to each his own. Right. I can't wanna. I can't wanna justify or be okay with women being with women, and then not be okay with men being with men. Uh-huh. So, so, so that's that's why I say it. I, I I love men. I man. I I have three sons, and and my wife have two sons. And right. I, I love men. I love everything about them. I love how they smell. I love how they walk, how they talk. I, I have male cousins. I love how they shuck and jive. I was raised by men, so and I understand men. So I don't I don't have anything I don't I can't say anything bad. Even okay. Even. I can't I can't say nothing bad about him. Right. Uh my wife me and my wife and him and his fiance, we spent Thanksgiving together at their home. Oh, that's nice. And we've done it two years in a row because we have kids and we have grandkids that we share. Right. And and, and after 20 years, if if you hate a motherfucker after 20 years, then you hate yourself. Because if you stayed with somebody for 20 years, it had to be something about that motherfucker you like. Right, right, right. And and I respect men. I understand their place in this world. You know, a lot of people be like, you know, I can get with two pussies bumping, but I just can't get with two dicks bumping. Ain't to eat them right now since you love men so much have you and your wife ever thought about on certain holidays y'all should bring a man a man over to fuck both of y'all never <laughs> <laughs> i'm so so you know i'm a comedian so, <laughs> so not <sorry>. never <laughs> ah Oh shit! You know what? Let me tell you what's so crazy. I ain't gonna even lie to you, man. Now, when uh-huh. I look at a man, I can tell whether a man is handsome. I could be like that motherfucker. No, he handsome. Right. Yeah. Or he Devonell, or he Suave, or whatever. You know. Right. He well groomed. He smell good. Shit. Like I ain't crazy, but I'm not sexually attracted to men anymore like that. That does not mean I never will be. Right. That ain't the space that I'm in right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I had I had to throw that in to see if um, if y'all ever got to go, You know what, girl? You know what? This is the, this is twenty twenty. Why don't we bring some dick in the house for this this year? Every for, Man, for, for, for her birthday. I'm struggling with that. I'm struggling about bringing pussy in the house. I'm, I'm got it. He ain't going for that. I'm like, look, I'm like, God damn, shit! I need to I need to go find me. Damn you. So now let me ask you a question. Yeah, you going right down the path. Do you ever get the urge to fuck another man again? No. Never. Nope, I haven't. Wow. I haven't. haven't. Man. Straight up, being honest, I haven't. And you see, but do you get turned on by? Now let me ask you another question. So when you fuck her, she fuck you. Do you ever you ever pretend she is a man? No. Wow, that's awesome. No, because it's so. It's so fucking different. 
The way wow, okay. a, month, a, a, a motherfucking a damn woman who know how to use a strap on is yeah. dangerous. You hear me? She's dangerous than any motherfucking man. The fact that you sitting here and a fucking chick is fucking the shit out of you, you be like, this shit is not fucking real. She That's did not true. just split me like this. This motherfucker did not just split me like this. motherfucker do not have me bent up like this. This is shit. No. No. But this is so funny. Man, let me tell you something. I done seen some chicks and been with some chicks that can outfuck niggas. I ain't lying. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. But even back in the day when I was young, that I used to try to pull threesomes with women that I knew. And the female would say to me, said, TK, why are you? Why do you want to do this? She said, because don't nobody fuck like you, TK. See, I'm thinking I'm going to be a, I'm thinking I'm a player, right? I'm thinking I'm right. on this. You know, you're young, you're in 20s and 30s. Right. And this is what females used to tell me. They said, TK, why do you want me to fuck with this dude or that dude when nobody fucks like you? <laughs> and that's when I stopped cutting that out. Because I was, because, you know, I was, I always keep a bad bitch breathing on me. And I used <laughs> to think that was the thing to do, but I, I grew that fast. Because I was turning niggas on to some of the baddest bitches in the world, but gotcha. nobody was nobody was returning the favor. Gotcha, gotcha. So I cut that shit out. It's to the gotcha. point now in my life I won't even allow that in my bedroom. I got you. Yeah, and I always tell women who talk about they want to have threes. I said, do that shit before you get married, and never do it with your husband. Yep, I believe that now. I do. And my life, yep, I, never. I, 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 I'm going to tell you, I honestly believe in the sanctity of marriage, whether it's heterosexual or whether it's female on female, male on male, whatever. It's marriage right. and keep, keep other people out your marriage bed. That's how I see it. Yeah, because you want it to be sacred. And yep. as you get older, believe it or not, it's all about the energy in your home. Yep. You want to come was, to a home yes. that is positive energy, it's yes. just a good feeling. Because once yes. negativity is in your home, it's that's never the it. same. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like right now, I'm telling you, you I, you can imagine, you know, I'm 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 out here doing this by myself. I didn't have a rich uncle. I didn't get no bank loans. I, I'm out here doing this by myself. Right. Uh, opening this restaurant. And the fact that I have positive energy at home is what yep. helps me on the days when I that's had. So true. No, 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 no. Can I get the hood vent for this price? No, no, no. When you get home, you need positive energy. You right. need somebody that you need somebody who understands that when you walk through the door, it got to be positive. It got to be uplifting. And I gotta feel. I still gotta feel like I'm a winner when I walk through that door, even though I might have felt like a loser when I was out here in the in the marketplace trying to negotiate and trying to trying to get shit done. Right so, now, do you have your bill? I'm sorry to interrupt before I, before I forget because I got, I got ADD. I get short minded real quick. Um, do you have a building in Chicago already? I do. Um, it's Great House Barbecue. We're at 3724 Salt Trail in Richmond Park, Illinois. Okay. And we are hoping, that's a nice area, too. That's a nice area. We're hoping for a Super Bowl grand opening weekend. So I am pushing and humping my ass off to make it happen. So. Okay, cool. Okay, that's what I like to hear. That's what and I like in to the hear process, anybody that's interested in the reality TV show about women on the down low, hit me up. 
Yeah, that might be a good look, honey. I might have Hell. to pull that off. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I might have to pull that off. I think that hey. would be an interesting story. It's something that's interesting. I already got the treatment written. I already got the copyright. I'm already ready to go. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about because I got some things happening that I'm keeping close to my chest after the top of the year until the deal is fine. Gotcha. And then we can roll from there. That's like my um my Netflix special hasn't come out yet because I had a a, a big name artist company come in to want to partner up with me. So okay. my Netflix okay. special is on hold until this deal is fine. So I'm 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 really excited about it. Okay, sounds good. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. So listen, I'm. I want to thank you so much for taking time out to drop knowledge on the world because I really feel what, what's so great about this um, conversation, I don't say interview, this conversation, is that you, you're so informative and you, you talk very intelligent, and that means a lot to me, especially to my you. listeners. Thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, especially for my listeners. So to all the fans around the world, Japan, to motherfucking Paris, London, to Germany, to the streets of Compton, California, to the streets of Atlanta, Jersey City, New Jersey, Oak Town. This is the T.K. Kirkland Show, and you heard it here first in one of the exclusive interviews that I put together. We also want to give a shout-out to um, my girl, Cheryl Anderson, also at Financial Education Services, the power of credit. And you can reach out to her at um, www.cherylanderson.net. Because going into the new year of 2019, we want people to start keeping their credit good so you can obtain some land, some property, and get your shit together, basically. On that note, oh, also, check me out at the uh, Uptown Comedy Corner um, in Atlanta, Georgia, for New Year's Eve um, from Friday the 28th, 29th to the 31st. Make sure you get your tickets at the Uptown Comedy Corner in Atlanta, Georgia. And Buffalo, New York, January 4th. On that note, beautiful, may you paint the champagne and may this journey that you're on be truly a blessing and successful. Appreciate it so much. You take care of yourself. You too. Thank you. Take care Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.